Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Feeling and Healing podcast hosted by yours truly, Celise. This is more so of like an impromptu video. I just wanted to come in here and just talk about how my feelings are. Um, because in the last couple weeks, I don't know, it's just been very hard for me emotionally and mentally. And I feel like that's not talked about enough when people are actively going through very stressful emotions because I feel like being upset crying all that's very stressful so I just wanted to check in and basically like what I've learned from that experience because obviously it's not the first time I've had mental breakdowns but I felt like it was the longest time where I've had a constant mental breakdown there would be moments where I'm okay but the defining moment is when I have that breakdown and it can happen any time of the day it's just a trigger and then like the whole day is set up around that breakdown and I don't think I've ever experienced that consistently for a week or so like I think it's been about 10 days constantly crying and just questioning my life and my capabilities and everything like that but I just want this episode to be more so about what I've learned going through that experience because again it was the first time where it's happened consistently for a long period of time. And also just to remind you guys that I'm still here. I still love talking to you guys and I love just the whole process of getting an episode out for the podcast. And I'm definitely going to get right back on schedule once all of this is kind of like cleared up in my head. I think one of the main things that I've learned in this experience is that it is okay it is so okay to ask for help. I feel like a lot of people are really stuck in their pride and their ego and they're so used to being independent and not having to ask anyone for help. That's never an option for them. That if they did, then that means that is basically taking away from their character. And I feel like we really need each other as humans and going through the motions of life like you can't just do everything alone and I felt like I was doing a lot of things alone in this time where I've just been emotionally broken I didn't think that anyone would understand me I didn't think that people would really get what I was going through so I just tried to deal with it on my own with the occasion of talking to my boyfriend or my best friend my sister or my aunt like just really letting my pride go and just really asking for help and I feel like something that I still have to keep telling myself because I still feel like I could do a lot of things on my own even though I know I'm reaching a point where I really need to just put my pride aside and just ask for help because I know first of all it'll make things easier for myself and also it'll probably get the job done a lot faster than me trying to understand everything by myself and then execute it and then all of these things I just feel like it's so much better when you have a supportive system life is so much better with the supportive system it kind of coincides with the last point but another thing that I've learned is like your pride is such a big part of you and I feel like sometimes we just need to let that go because again, our, our ego can serve as like a really big blockage in opportunities because we feel as though 
we do not need to ask for help. Like, <laughs> it's just really crazy how we're so stuck on how people view us and how people can judge us just because of things that we want to do or the things that we're going through. Like, why should we care about that? Take that pride away and then kind of view yourself in that sense. Like, how would you feel if you didn't have your ego trying to tell you that everything is okay and you don't need that help or anything like that? Like, just really try to step away from your ego. Like, how would Celise feel? How would I feel if my pride wasn't a part of the equation? Another thing that I've learned that during this time is it is so okay to cry. I always beat myself up because I find that I broke down in front of some people like my boyfriend or my aunt and I think even my sister in this time period and I always have to apologize to them like I'm sorry I'm crying I'm sorry that I feel this way like why do we have to be sorry for expressing such a powerful emotion and I know I think the first thing we think of is like uh, I don't want to put my emotional burdens onto you and that is very understandable. That's being very selfless, very thoughtful. However, you know, if you are, if you know how it feels to, you know, be that supportive system for someone else, why can't you accept that when you need the supportive system for yourself? And I feel like there's a point in time where, you know, you just have to kind of let go of worrying about crying because you're already crying because you're worrying about something why would you have to worry about crying to someone it's just it's not it's not right you're you have to love yourself enough to know that this is okay and what you're dealing with and how you're expressing yourself is okay i think another thing that i've learned in this this little small portion of my life is that life sucks sometimes and that's okay in a sense like I feel like uh, I compare myself a lot to what happens on social media and what I see my colleagues my friends my family whatever they're doing with their lives and you know the money that they have the places that they're going to the things that they have etc um and I feel like like people really don't talk about the things that they struggle with online. So there's this false perception that everything is okay. Um, my life is beautiful. It's perfect. That's all that it is. And I'm living a happy, healthy lifestyle. So, you know, when you're looking at yourself and you're seeing all the things that you're going through that is mentally, physically, emotionally damaging, you're struggling financially, or, you know, you have all these student loans and, you know, your family dynamic isn't the greatest. And then you see, you know, what people are doing online, you know, it really is crushing. And it's heartbreaking sometimes and having to, you know, you know, it's easy to say, it is so easy to say like, this is someone's highlight reel. And it's easy to say that comparing yourself to other people um, is the easiest and the quickest way to steal your joy. Like those things are easy to say, but actually doing is when it's, that's when it gets hard. That's when it gets challenging because uh, you know, you, you know you want to live that kind of life every day and when you realize that you can't and life happens and mistakes happen and 
you know, that's why it's just, it's just a lot of realization that I had to go through in this point. And I feel like I'm not completely okay, but I feel like I can manage now that I'm outside of that point in my life and I can look back at it and see what things really, you know, triggered me. It's so easy to think, you know, it's so easy to assume that life is going to be easy and it's really not. I, I really, I really am trying so hard to not look at other people's lives and then automatically compare it to mine. Like I'm so happy for everyone and what they're doing with their lives. I'm not, I'm not necessarily jealous it's not that it's more so like why am I not doing that with my life what am I doing wrong that I'm not meeting the same milestones the same points as them in their lives and I get it life is somewhat like a journey and I believe that everyone's life is so different like you cannot compare two people everybody's life is so different no matter how close you've you know grown up with someone if you lived in the same household if your siblings if your friends like you can never compare the two because they're so extraordinarily different from each other and you know it's just trying to apply that into my thinking process because I can understand that and I know that but actively when I see it it's so hard to just say like uh oh, you know I'm very happy for them and that's it but then it becomes a self-deprecating, you know, session. Like I'm worthless. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I do this in school? Like it just becomes so harmful. And it's just like, why is that so okay for us to do? Um, there is one thing that I wanted to share with you guys because I'm part of this group on Facebook and I posted a very, um, a very vulnerable post because I really really felt a low point in in my life at that point last week and I just felt like I should I needed some sort of help that wasn't in my immediate life like I couldn't ask my boyfriend about this I couldn't ask my family because like you know they know me I just wanted someone that who didn't know me who could look at my life objectively to you know to see what they had to say and I have to say like I I love the group that I'm in because they've gotten over 30 really long comments from these women these beautiful women and there was one that stuck out to me and I am going to read it out to you guys I not gonna shout her out because this is a private group and I just want to respect her privacy but this is what she said to me she said Silice, the worst stories are the ones we tell ourselves the ones that are in our head that no one else ever hears but us. And I feel like I really have to remind myself that, that everything isn't really as bad as what it seems. And if I continue to stay in this mindset that everything that I view in my life will be, will translate to how I feel and how I'm thinking that my life is going. So let's say that, um, you know, I feel terrible today because of whatever. So everything that happens is going to basically be a product of 
my mindset. And again, that's still very easy to say. And it's very kind of simple thinking because I, I feel like life is still a little more complicated than that. But I really do appreciate the advice and the things that I can really apply to my life that these ladies have, you know, provided me. Um, and I, you know, I just, I couldn't be more thankful and more grateful for that. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. A lot of the women there, they suggested that I seek professional help. And I 1000% agree that I really need to seek professional help. And because you don't always have the tools that you need to succeed, if that's a mental journey, emotional journey, financial journey. And I feel like that's something that I really have to understand. And again, take my pride out of that and just really just surrender to the fact that I am struggling and this is something that I need to do because I care about myself. I love myself enough that I want to get out of this. And I think that if you are in a spot in your life that you seriously think that you can't help yourself because again, you do not have all the necessary tools in your external environment and in your internal environment that can help you succeed however you do. I think the next step is to look at professional help. That is why they're there. And I strongly um, encourage that. Again, it's also a, it is a financial investment. So when you are looking into it, definitely consider your lifestyle and all of that but again there are free resources that you can use when you are really in a very low place there's a there's a lot of hotlines that you can look up on google one crisis hotline that i'm really grateful for is the um crisis hotline and you just text 741741 you say deserve i believe and you'll be connected to a volunteer who could just you know talk you through your mental breakdown or your thoughts. Um, again, it's not like talking to a therapist or a behavioral therapist or a psychologist. It's not like that, but it's just something that you can use in the meantime um, that someone can look at your life objectively and really kind of like just help you see your life objectively because I feel like that sometimes what we need is to look at ourselves from the outside, from the third perspective. And I feel like that really helps kind of see the full picture of you know what you're going through in your life there was one quote that I really liked that I saw on Instagram and I ended up reposting it if you don't follow me on Instagram it's just underscore underscore Celise c-e-l-i-s-e and <laughs> I know a little plug for myself but I really I kind of sat with this quote for a while and I think that it's pretty necessary to to read it off and I think it's basically what I'm saying to you so it just says observe your feelings don't let them absorb you and I feel like that's very relevant especially for highly sensitive individuals that your feelings can really take over your entire being and then some and I feel like that's how strong our emotions are and that's how strong our feelings are for highly sensitive people and that's why it's kind of it's important to have that disconnect like okay I'm feeling this way however I'm not going to let it 
basically take over me. And that is something that I have to keep telling myself, especially in the future when I have more breakdowns, because I know what I had this last week or so is not going to be the last time I have a mental breakdown in my life. I know there's more to come and I just want to be more prepared for them um, when the time comes. And that's another thing that I want to bring up is life is life isn't perfect. Um, and it was never designed to be perfect. And I feel like we also overcomplicate things when things should be more simple than what they are. I feel like once you kind of just look at everything individually and process it individually, you become less overwhelmed. So for example, what I mean is, you know, you wake up in the morning and you know you have things to do. It's so easy to get overwhelmed the first thing you do because you have to figure out what you're going to eat, uh, what time you're going to shower, if you're going to go to the gym, uh, what are the things I have to do today, what errands I have to check off, the time I'm going to work, and how am I going to balance all of this. It's so easy to do that and then you overcomplicate things because now you're like, okay, so strategically, now I have to plan for this, that, and the third, but it's really just trying to take it at one step at a time and then you'll see how simple and how mundane these tasks are and I'm not downplaying the stresses that our daily lives have I feel like it's so easy to invalidate that because of you know trying to view things more object objectively and not subjectively it's okay to you know do one thing at a time but again, it all accumulates to this huge picture of your day and kind of understanding that one day all of these things will end is sometimes it's bittersweet, but also comforting because you know that, you know, this isn't forever. Like the stresses that we feel daily is not forever. There's going to be great times. There's going to be bad times and then it'll be over and it's just an experience that we have to appreciate all the steps of the way. And I feel like that's what makes it worthwhile. I don't necessarily say that I enjoy the breakdowns that I go through because it's a very lethargic, it's a very expressive, it's a very physical, all physical experience for me. And it affects, you know, my eating, it affects the way that I sleep, it affects the way I interact with the people around me so it's not that I necessarily enjoy it I just think that it's one of those things that you have to go through and you have to be grateful for like the times that you do when you are having a great time it's so easy to focus on just the happy times it's so easy to just focus on the negative times but accumulatively like this is how life is it's not going to be just one way the entire time that's very inappropriate and very very damaging to think that life is going to be one way like you're going to reach this point and then everything after will be okay i life contains so many ups and downs but we have to find a way that works for us that we can handle it better for us so that we don't think of the extreme like ending it all and that's why i am so so adamant about really checking in with yourself daily because it is so easy to neglect yourself we have to start normalizing caring for us as if we were one of our friends it's so easy for us to neglect ourselves 
and it's so easy for us to put ourselves on the back burner and put everything else in front of us before us how can we do a good job at putting people before us when we don't put ourselves first we are our first priority that's what we should be and then it's your job or then it's your family you have to put yourself first and I felt like uh, an accumulation of keeping myself on the back burner and neglecting myself has in turn brought me to these emotional breakdowns it was a very emotionally exhausting year because I still felt that I was doing things for other people and not for myself like what do I really want to do with my life and why am I really here and things like that so you have to take care of yourself and I think that's basically the gist of this is try to find time every day to take care of yourself there's always a light at the end of the tunnel the sun will always shine after a rainy day all of these things like it's it's so true it is so true because you're going to reach very very dark places in your life and you're going to you're going to wonder if there's a way out and you're going to hate yourself for feeling this way and you're not going to be okay in that moment in time but just know that someone can relate to you and there is a way out and I'm not saying that I'm at the light yet but I can see it now and it's a little more clear for me and that's literally what this this life thing is about I don't like to say life is a journey because usually a journey has a destination and if we consider what life's destination is life's destination is death so I don't think that you know we're working so hard every day to get closer to the day that we die I believe that life is more like music you want to enjoy every part of it I'm sorry for ranting sometimes I feel like I just again want my voice to be heard and I want people to know that there is someone that feels very much like them so just know that if you ever want to talk to someone I'm here if you are listening to the podcast you probably figure there is an Instagram attached to it the feeling and healing podcast um you can always dm me a lot of you that listen have my number you can text me um because these are things that we should be talking about and be more accepting and it shouldn't be abnormal to feel these ways it's it's just like being happy sad is just as important as being happy i do plan on going back into schedule i know um a lot of you have requested that I do a segment on toxic family members so I'm really excited to do a whole episode on that I've done a lot of research and that's why it takes a long time to do these episodes because I do research on them and again I like to incorporate my experiences to make it more personable because I wholeheartedly believe in the things that I talk about I don't like to talk about it just to talk about it I have to really feel it and it's usually a part of my life so when you're listening again to these podcasts it's very relevant it's very recent for me and so you know it feels more real so I just wanted to thank you if you got this far God bless you because this is a very emotional subject for me and again I just want it to be more normal that we talk more about these things because I feel like people assume that everyone's okay all the time but that's not it that's not realistic 
But if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Everything is going to be okay. And if you need some support, just know that I'm here. (laughs) But thank you for tuning into the Feeling and Healing podcast. I'm Celise. Bye.